The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Forum! Assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture we are the fantastic forum coming to you live and direct from fantastic forum studios los angeles hope you're having a wonderful morning afternoon evening or night as a case may be depending on where you are in the world and if you're not you should stick with us we'll help you take it up a notch you have half i'll say it again half of the usual suspects in the building first he is the backbone the pillar the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine-invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Do we have to talk about Eternals? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we do have a great show for you today because we are going to be talking to you all about Eternals. Uh, we are going to be talking to you all about the spine of the night. Uh-oh. That's that right? I think so. It's either spine of the night or spine no, no. of the night. The spine of night. That's what it is. Yeah. I added an extra the. That's what made it sound weird. It's the spine of night. And we're going to be talking to you all about uh, learning with Pivy. Apocalypse. <laughs> So we'll be talking about all that <laughs> as well as uh, probably the latest and greatest in, in comic book news and all that. So, you know, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. Uh, so we'll tell you how to do that in just a second. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because uh, without him, this show would not have existed. So Scott Rubin, thank you, Ben. Uh, yeah, hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I promised I would let you all know how to get down with Fantastic Forum. It turns out here's how you can do it. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. We appreciate all your stalwart work. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, this show is Fantastic Forum. It is interactive. If you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, just go ahead and jump into the chat. Uh, go to fantasticforum.live, hit the call in button, and we'll get you in on Fantastic Forum. Just as easy as this. Boom! Boom! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. How about a little warning next time? What? You I need you had, need warning. Pants down or something. You don't know. Uh, you people expect that from you. You came like, in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got we got a a, a, a comment already. <laughs> there yeah. it is. He beat Tiger Claw. He said, "You got this. You got this. You got this." I think he was talking to Oz. <laughs> talking about you. You can have those pants off podcasting if you want to, Oz. It's all good for for Lewis, not for me. I say no. <laughs> it's good for me too. I need something to laugh at. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Tiger Claw in chat says, how about those post-credit 
uh, scenes in Eternals. I'm by curious how Disney is going to handle this one character since they will have toned down his exploits. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that all in due time. But you know, it, it has become tradition for us to talk about Chucky at first. And Wait, Joe's what? late, so Larry, you have to recap this week's episode of Chucky. Oh. Wait, that's so it's a tradition now. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we listen, do a weekly I, recap and review of each episode now. Oh, okay. I'm like, well, with that being the case, look, I'm I'm glad I prepared. So uh this past week on Chucky, I I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I knew it. The end. You said well, last I, I week you were gonna watch it. I did, and I'm sorry, Moses. I'm not trying to disappoint you. It's just what happens. And what did I say? That you're you said, not gonna watch it. You did say that, and that, but yeah. that's—I mean, it makes sense that you'd be right about such things. You're Nostradamus, and it has Nostradamus. Yeah, Nostradamus, uh, <laughs> and it has come to pass. So in, yeah, the prophet Moses. <laughs> and Oz, you didn't watch it either, right? No, but I said from the beginning, I'm not watching it. I know, but Joe's not here yet. He's like, he's like his dance card's filled up with all that Star Girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm he's sure like, he's excited about JLQ, right? Now, <laughs> like all the stuff he watches, like would fit right in. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Is that a, is that a pun? No, <laughs> like, oh, okay, I got it. Cause, cause you, I got it now. No, I get it. All right. Look, you're you're rocking that mustache, Oz. Yeah, he looks like he's in law enforcement. Yeah, if I, if I cut my hair, I'll look like my dad. <laughs> That's if crazy. you cut your your which hair, like your facial hair, my pubes. What? what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what your dad looks like, so I don't know if your dad has facial hair or doesn't have facial hair. I don't know if you're talking about hair on his head or your head. Pubes, you I don't like your mom. It might. Oh, jeez! Wow! How does he know that? <laughs> the prophet Moses. You can be talking about the hair in your ears. Who knows, man? I don't know. Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Just because I want to move on. Sure. That's okay. It does make him look more Arabic, though, like or Greek. Like he looks like he'd be in my big, big fat Greek wedding. Oh. No, it's a good mustache. It's a better mustache than any Hispanic should have. <laughs> My biggest uh, right now, like the decision I'm making is, do I let this grow out to a point? You can do that for work? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah well, once a year, I'd, I'd have to shave it to for gas mask, but yeah. yeah. But I could rock it for <laughs> Well, you don't want to mess around and, and friggin' get a, a magnificent, like magnificent facial hair, and then have to shave it every year. That sucks. Part of the fun is growing it. I guess. Big Man Twenty Four X Seven says, "Looks like an action movie villain," and he does look like yeah. one of those actors that has a very soft accent. <laughs> is anybody talking it's about? Definitely... Or are we moving on. What's going on? We're we're killing time till Joe gets here, but 
I mean, we can we can go right in. I mean, you like right, it? right off the bat, Tire Claw, like the, he saw Eternals, and the only thing he talked about is the post credit scene, which was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we could jump right in, dive right in. Let's, Let me play this. Let's let's do it. Comic book theater. Shout out to Tiger Claw for theater. Theater. (laughs) (laughs) So, listen, Eternals. It's the latest movie in the MCU. Uh, It stars a whole bunch of people. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, definitely an ensemble cast. And it's about the uh, the Eternals, kinda. Is it? Uh, no. <laughs> Is it really? I mean, hey, 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 you know, hey. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know, like, which one of you all would like to like maybe share your thoughts on this first. I, I would, I would say it might be most appropriate for Moses to go first because I feel of all of us, Moses is probably the the biggest. Eternals fan, which is, you know, not necessarily to say, you know, you're the biggest Eternals fan ever, but of the Fantastic Forum, I think you're the one that appreciates yeah. the characters the most. I, I do. I like what they do with them, how they interact with each other, their, you know, some of their history, their lore within, because it, mm-hmm. it, the Eternals is something that's like, it could be just its own thing and not have any other Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even the movie kind of felt like that, even though they did put it in part. But really, if this movie would, took place 7,000 years ago at the dawn of creation and that led to a conflict, like it would have been, it probably would have been better. Yeah. I agree with you. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's definitely this movie, it credits Jack Kirby. And then it takes away anything that makes Jack Kirby's design <laughs> of these characters away. <laughs> you know, um, it just leaves the circles, but the circles just, they don't, they're even like not really symmetrical. Whereas Kirby loved doing symmetry with circles. And uh, yeah, and then the headgear, like none, nobody has like headgear. I think Thena probably has it for a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. It does, you get you know, a little bit with with Ajax, a little bit, but not a little bit. But you know, Definitely also not Kirby was an old white man <laughs> in the original yeah, design, so they redesigned that and took all of Kirbyisms. And so, but as yeah. far as the movie goes, you know, it, it's you know, it, it watching some of these characters in live action, even with the way they they execute them, it does bring a little bit of tear to my nerdy eye, like. Just watching, you know, some of the lines that Icarus and, and just the, the internal drama within the crew of Eternals is very like, wow, I'm watching an Eternal movie. Even then, it's like, oh, Icarus is the villain. Uh, <laughs> you know? And uh, oh, did I forget to say spoilers? Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just not yeah. So uh, the movie itself is well done. I guess it's it should have just not had to worry about being part of the MCU. 
you know, it could still be, have been, it could, you know, but I think it, it would have been better if it was just its own thing. Like I the way it. the MCU handles celestials, like it, it's not, they try to do it more true to the comics here, but we already have ego. So that confuses mm-hmm. the shit out of everybody, except, you know, fans of the MCU solely uh, have a, a short, attention span when it comes to these things. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, be like all right. they might not even have to retcon anything, you know, because people yeah. are paying because of attention. And then now like you know in reading a synopsis and stuff ahead of time, like they said they're androids. And uh I guess it that kind of seems right, which is weird. And I don't like that either. That whole Android stuff just made it so much dumber. <laughs> like it's unnecessary. Well, like, like Mikari. Yeah. If you're gonna make, <laughs> if you're gonna create <laughs> something, why is she deaf? Well, here's the thing. I thought you know, because in the comics, the deviants are are defective eternals. So I'm like, oh shit, they made her a deviant and a her. You know, because she's defective because she can't hear. So it's like, oh, what? Wow. Well, I mean that—that's the thing. Well, like, if they, if they, if you know, they from go a Darwinian with... stance, Larry, from a creationist stance, that's defective. Like, yeah. If they, if they would have gone with with the original creation story for Eternals, it would make sense if if one of them was deaf. Also, like if you if you want to have a deaf character. But you're gonna say somebody created this character. I mean, you could have the character go deaf in battle, like right off the bat, mm-hmm. and then you still have what you need. You still you're still checking that box, but it makes sense to to what you're doing. Why an eternal? Why why uh why a celestial would create a being that is permanently thirteen? Like that's just creepy. There's just. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of things that stop making sense in a movie that already made little sense. And I think and then, I think this all goes down to just lazy screenwriting. And it basically makes uh, Thanos non deviant now, right? I don't know. I don't know if it make. I don't know how they would explain any or all that, just because it's like. You know, and again, spoilers. So, you know, if you're just tuning in, (laughs) spoilers are for Eternals. So if you haven't seen it yet, you may want to sit tight for like 20 minutes to come back. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, in the comics, uh, you have you have the Eternals as like like you said, it it's the Eternals and the Deviants basically are genetic like it's it's celestials coming to earth and playing with the human genome so you know so you literally have celestials creating deviants and creating eternals from the primates they find on earth and so that that makes it so that all the eternals are of course biological and therefore, like you know, but, but because they have the the source 
or they have they come from the same source basically uh thanos is an eternal but has a bit of deviant like a, a recessive deviant gene. gene or whatnot and so he looks the way he looks he looks like a deviant despite being an eternal and of course that gets him shunned by the community and that's part of why Thanos ends up the way he does because he grew he had a bad childhood because everybody were like oh you look like our mortal enemies even though you're one of us we know you we know you're one of us we saw you born but we don't like the way you look and you know and so you know it's like but now it's kind of like okay if the eternals are not biological if they're synthetic beings it's like, and and you know, keeping in mind, Thanos never says he's an eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, based on what happens in some of the the post credit scenes, it's like the the thought is okay. If if you have that, you follow the logic, then he is, I guess, an eternal too, and therefore synthetic which you know like which i don't think they're gonna do they're not gonna do that weird looking for no reason i mean may maybe they're gonna but see and it's like first of all just just the whole way they handled the deviance on its own i was very disappointed by Mm -hmm. just because you know i mean they basically made the deviance animals and i'm not like i'm no huge deviant fan but in my mind, it's like you don't you don't need like a race of super beings to hunt down animals, you know, and and so I get that you know you get a little bit more from one of them because they start evolving or whatever, but I don't know, like all all of that in relation and and uh, keeping in mind, this is definitely about me knowing. The comic and knowing like the, the the source material, but it just feels like a lesser version of everything. Yeah. As someone who doesn't know a damn thing about these characters, th- this movie on its own, it's it's still bad. It it no, tries I, to make yeah. it tries to make me feel bad for char- for stuff happening to characters that they haven't given me any reason to care about at all. And and that is definitely a, a downside of this movie because I know I found myself in that same situation, like sitting there and just kind of being like, "Why, like, why do I root for any of these people? Because they they don't like." And that's the thing where it's not even so much like they're not unlikable; they're just like they're neutral. Everybody feels super neutral, you know, and it's like even the the characters that have personality it's like they don't do anything or or like the closest i think you get is uh is uh what's old boy's name fastos with yeah. the family like the, i feel like that's the closest you get to it's like oh okay well at least this dude is like fighting for his family and it's like but at the same time it's kind of like i don't know how he just got here his great way of helping humanity was like the steam engine in like Babylon. <laughs> it's like, dude, just just give him the iPhone already. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 
What like what it's not like it's not like the steam engine's the peak in human technology technological achievement. And that's that's the thing, considering like what how they describe his power, that was the peak of his ingenuity at that time. Yeah, like, he, like oh, this is my my marvelous creation, the steam engine. I'm like, it will outrace horses, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not like, dude, come on. You could have at least said, hey, maybe they're ready for this now before we give them airplay. Or, you know, let, let me know that you can do more, not like you've reached the pinnacle right. at this point of what you can do. Like, it, if the Eternals was a religion, like this movie was a religion, I knew it'd be bullshit because it took humans this long to invent the fleshlight. <laughs> like Fastos would have come up with that like early on. We probably had world peace if they would have thought of that at the beginning of, <laughs> of humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I don't know, man. It's like honestly, like I feel like there were th- this it, it definitely reminded me of of like the Guardians experience, like the like watching the original Guardians of the Galaxy, where I'm kind of like, this doesn't feel like the the characters that they're supposed to be. But at least with the first Guardians, I was like, but this is like an enjoyable movie. You know, it shouldn't be Guardians of the Galaxy, but you know, I'm having a good time. But in Eternals, I was like, I don't know, like I'm, I don't know if I'm having a good time, like, cause it's like it's not even like it's like there are some concepts in it that are interesting and could work, but it's just the way it's laid out and executed is is pretty, it's pretty like, I feel like it doesn't ever gain momentum. I think like there's no point where you're just like. Okay, here we go. I think every every character has an interesting like there's an interest interesting story there that they kind of mm-hmm. gloss over mm-hmm. because there's so many of them. I think if you cut the cut the mm-hmm. cast in half and give a little bit more time, like let me see a little bit more with with Thena and Gilgamesh, or let me mm-hmm. you know what how did what what's Druig doing or or you, just a little bit more time with some of the characters, I think I would care more about them. Even just like the main moral dilemma that they present where by saving Earth, you're preventing billions of lives from ever being made. Do mm-hmm. we do, are, do we preserve this and sacrifice right. that? Or do we let this go? Mm-hmm. If it, like that, that's an interesting concept that they just mm-hmm. kind of gloss over. They yeah. make the decision in like five seconds. Like, okay, well, well, that that's bad. We're gonna stop. And the thing is, Eternals kind of make decisions in five seconds usually, but they <laughs> do that through the Unimind. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like they, they their consciousness just go together, and then it weighs out all the pros and cons within seconds. And then okay, we're taking this, and then they all follow through because they all had their say in the Unimind. <clears throat> the way they utilize the Unimind Unimind here isn't like great. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and, a Megazord. Uh, huh? It's a Megazord. Megazord. It's not. It's it's essentially like it, it's a board meeting that takes place without any like bickering or anything. It's just the raw 
thoughts, you know? With our powers combined. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but, and then, by the way, in that whole, like, everything they do is undercut by the fact that the celestial, like, can just grab them at any moment, but doesn't stop a, a newborn celestial from being murdered. Right. It doesn't do anything. But then later they, they show us, well, he could just grab them and, and pull them and reprogram them because they're robots. It just, why does Icarus fly into the sun? Like, I, I get the philosophical aspect of that, but it, it, it doesn't make sense in the movie. No, it doesn't. No. Like it, yeah, it just, it, it, this movie's a mess. And even like, he has all this emotion and lo love saves all. Because he's like too hardwired to follow the orders, so it's like it, it, it's it's weird. Like even him being the villain, it's like okay, he's not entirely evil because he's an android that's just executing its programming, and but then he cares about uh, Cersei so much that he just goes <laughs> against his whole programming after fucking up his friends. Even and, though the Eternals were created because the Deviants were able to evolve, so they were created so that they wouldn't be able to do this. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and that, again, when you talk about concepts, this is kind of like the Blade Runner shit. Or even, like, this con this exact con con uh, concept was better handled in, in uh, Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. You know, so it's like you have do you have different things that can that can you can actually do well just ripping off if you don't want to follow the source material that actually lays it out for you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um it, it, it's yeah. And yeah, I guess now there's no like terragenesis or anything. No. no like they, they wiped out inhumans. Yeah. I mean, they didn't wipe them out, did they? I mean, they've like, made it just so that you have to find a new way to introduce them to the MCU, yeah. if, if at all. But uh, if you could have, you couldn't um, use this as an introduction to mutants in general, too, right? Right. The latent terogenesis. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why Miss Marvel is a Green Lantern in the MCU, and not an actual. She's technically inhuman, right? Because it's the terrogenesis. She's supposed that... to be. Yeah. yeah. But she's but not going to do that. In, uh, she's not gonna, that, I don't think that that's what's going to be. No, she's a Green Lantern. She's going to have the band, and it's going to project energy. Well, like, it's of it's the stuff they use here, because that's what they did, right? Didn't they create that like Proteus-type like light construct outfit? It could be, but it, it literally looks like hard light constructs, where this actually kind of looked metallic and... Yeah, I look. I don't know. That's that's a whole nother thing. That show may still be better than this movie. Uh, from what I, I, I think. the the it, best it the best thing about this movie is knowing that Blade is in it. Ooh, Wait, you what? didn't know that? Yeah, Larry didn't know that. Did you what know that? You most? I knew that. Blade in the Blade is in the movie. Yeah, in the the he after lines. In after oh, credits. that's what the. Oh, that's the voice. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's talking to Black Knight. So, it, which uh, Black Knight's going to be a, a vampire hunter now? Is that what? Oh, I, I, I mean, like, his voice is in this movie. I for Disney, yeah, that that works. 
<laughs> I think out of the things that made this movie wrong is that it is Disney. And, uh, you know, they don't want to fuck with the creation myth too much, you know? Like, they, they want it to... In MCU, it's still, you know, God that created Adam and Eve. I, I, I mean, that's the agenda. It just it just seems to me like wait, but you could still like, have that. That's you know, at the Eternals. God creates Adam and Eve, and then when after all the incestual stuff, no, because then you would say the celestial is Yahweh. No, because he does. It's the celestial doesn't create an Adam and Eve. He messes with already existing humanoids. They see the planet. In the comics, right? They see mm-hmm. the planets. Yeah, you know, I, it's a it's a weird thing because I, I feel like just like how you were saying before, where and, and this is actually I guess another reason why I'm like, you know, of where I guess Guardians I liked Guardians better is like Guardians the first Guardians movie was like actually all on its own, right? Yeah, like. The first Guardians movie was basically like self-contained, and then you introduce them when it makes sense. Because it was the first, the it was the first movie they did completely in space. Yeah, so, right. They, yeah, and so, it's, so, it's technically connected through Thanos and that, but it's not like overt. Yeah. Like you can it's watch right. it without watching any of them. Right. They don't go to Earth, or nobody from yeah. Earth goes to them. And right. what I'm saying is, it's like. Like you were mentioned before, like it could have been a this could have been a self-contained movie, and whether you're it, and it could have been all the way in the past, or it could have been, you know, uh, like even somewhat present day, or like you know in the mix, but still more self-contained. And I, you know, but it's just it just feels like there's no good reason for this particular movie to intertwine it with the other things that are happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. And you so, know, that that reminds me too, Larry. That's why Thanos isn't a deviant. Because... Why? Because they, they were only allowed to interfere in human shit when deviants attacked. Mm. And they didn't do it when Thanos attacked. That's true. No. Which so also there. doesn't make sense because... Thanos thing was gonna end half the life in the universe, but life is what the celestials fed on in the planets. So, like, unless the celestials knew that that the Avengers would bring everybody back, like Thanos' plan would stall the celestials' plan for like thousands of years. And and there are people that have put out theories that that was part of why, like, that was like one of his real motivations supposedly but you know i don't have any faith that the mcu was planning that far ahead and they could try to bring it around to that but it's like nah like like it doesn't it's like uh, to me it's like there's no good reason to to pretend that that was the motivation we're coming to the mid 90s era of mcu <laughs> where they're throwing <laughs> stuff out there and you know and six, you know, we're only here for the art right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, it, I mean, look, some of it feels like that, and some of it, you know, I was rewatching Loki today, 
And it's like, dude, this shit's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, the one that least yeah. follows anything in the comics. And it's the well, one no, to me, I my favorite thing. Loki. All right, Loki what has... what follows at least in that? I mean, I think the Guardians is follows at least in Loki. Like Loki so actually he's got the half broken horn thing for a little bit. That that's that was in comics. I saw that. I mean, like honestly, like, even like you know, like the TVA and like all that stuff, like all that stuff is is pretty true to the source material outside no, of the TVA. Of... Like there was a thousand Mobiuses. Right? Okay. The, this TVA, everybody's different. There's only one Mobius, as far as we know, as far as we yeah, saw. But, okay, so you're you're saying the concept isn't the same because. The guy, the character they have, instead of them being a whole bunch of that character, they only went with one guy. Yeah, because they were all clones. Where they were, whereas in this TVA, they were variants ripped from their timeline. So it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's, a, it's it's a change, but it's like the concept of the TVA is still they're still doing what the TVA does. Is the Fakino? I didn't see the I didn't see the red con red can red con cannon the red cannon. I don't know what you're even talking about. That's because you don't know anything about TVA. <laughs> As the true oh, Marvel oh. fan that actually knows oh, what, oh, okay. an arsenal of the TVA. Oh, yeah. listen. If you want to read the Wikipedia page, you feel free. I, I'm just I'm talking about actual comics. I'm not talking about like, that Wikipedia oh, page didn't exist till a month ago. I know, right? <laughs> it's like listen. If you want to deep, I, I mentioned the red on this show before. Worst, you still forgot. So. Probably the worst comic, the worst issue the TVA was in. You can do that. That's fine. I don't mind. I just I don't know anything about that. I'm talking about concepts. Uh, like Claw in chat you know. says, "I love all the stuff with Kingo, especially his valet. That dude came prepared." And he goes on to say, "What about the mid credit scene where this character makes a surprise appearance, and the actor playing him caught everyone off guard?" Tyreclaw, everything and you look- just said in that comment is. I'm gonna say off <laughs> as I self-edit because we on this show we talked about the actor, we talked about the character, we uh, we, no. we, we told you all that. It, it was when you were the there. character. Get no, out of here! Really? really? We talked about the yeah. casting. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn it! We knew I was the, out. I was surprised. We, I didn't know that. We knew Star there. Fox, and we even talked about the uh, what the, the the Adam Strange. No, I'm not. No, uh, Adam Warlock. That guy. Tiger Claw's not talking about. T- yeah, Tiger Claw's not talking about. Tiger Claw's not talking about Adam Warlock or Star Fox. He's talking about Star Fox and Harry Styles. No, he's not. What's not he? Ta- who's he talking about? He's talking about the other character. Oh, Pip, Pip the troll. Yeah. And, and you know who played Pip? Tire Claw. Who, yeah, I know who, yeah. But, yeah. So Moda. that's what he's talking about. Tire Claw. Are you he, talking he's about in everything Marvel? Marvel. Like he's Modoc. But, he's but no one agent. knew that character was going to be in it. Hold on, we're all we're all speculating here. When the that, the guy we're talking about is in chat. Yeah, the true canon. So uh, <laughs> let me hold on. Which one's the, the tiger cannon producer? Yeah, he Boom. says he's talking about Star. Yeah. Boom! Damn it. I was trying to give you credit, yeah. Tiger Claw. Boom yeah. goes my why, Look, why would you? That's your bad. Yeah, you're right. Why would I? Why would I? Oh my god. Eros, horny eternal. And he misspelled Eros. He's not eternal. 
Because if he was eternal, it would make it would make Thanos a deviant. He said he's an eternal. Uh, see, that see, <laughs> Larry, that yeah. That's I'm just saying that's what he said. So I don't know. Please or, stop misspelling arrows. <laughs> or have I been spelling it wrong? I thought it was only one R. It's one R in it's mythology. R. In comics, is two. Because he's sexy. So he's oh. Eros. <laughs> no, it's one R in the comic. Eros. <laughs> Even though I will say, Eros. honestly, the sad fact of the matter is that the highlight of this whole thing for me was definitely Pit Patrol. <laughs> I was just like, I was it like, oh bad, my God, it's Pit Patrol. Did it? Why? Yeah, why it didn't look good. It I mean, like, what was wrong with him? I don't know. The special effect wasn't that, like, like it didn't, like, it it, it looked like, too, like, like if you're gonna redesign looked... all of Kirby shit for this entire movie, do a redesign on Pip that <laughs> that fits your special effects budget, man. I don't know. I didn't think it looked bad, but yeah, but bad. we know you and looking and seeing. <laughs> Listen, I I think. I was looking and seeing just fine for that. That's what I think. Yeah. Tyreek Lanchez says, Eros is an eternal because he had the same sphere that was used to communicate with celestials. Oh, that's why. I, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so Pip, Pip was definitely my highlight because I was like, one one step closer to Infinity Watch, baby. One step closer. Now all we need is Moon Dragon, and that's it. We're good to go. We have Moon Dragon already. We do. Yeah. Where? They made him a guy. No. In, what you call it? In season two of um, season two of Jessica Jones. No, that's not. That's a different. That's what you call it. The dragon, like that's a. That's not Moon Dragon. It's That's Moon Dragon. Because he taught Hellcat how to fight. No, no. That, Who teaches no. Hellcat how to fight, Larry? I'm trying to think of what the per like what's the person's name? Because you're talking about I I know who you're talking about in Jessica Jones, but that person's name is not Moon Dragon. It's Moon Dragon. They recast, rename, re you know, <laughs> re race swap like Moon Dragon. Well, listen, listen, you're gonna have it's to tell me the name of that. Character. Like, I mean, if you're gonna tell me somebody like different taught Hellcat how to fight, like you can tell me, and maybe that's who they have there. But as far as I know, Moon Dragon taught Hellcat how to fight, and in that movie. A dude that's a black guy. Oh, oh, you're, oh, oh okay. had a fight. You're saying uh, because that's who was supposed to be in the comic that that person has to be Moon Dragon because it taught Hellcat how to fight. Right. No, that's no. Yeah, that's Moon Dragon. Black. Well, we're gonna go with that then. Like, welcome yeah. to the Infinity Watch, sir. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Infinity Watch. At Adam Warlock will be calling you soon. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> could you? I would just be so weird. Like it would already be weird because that version of Drax isn't the version of Drax that was on the Infinity Watch. Yeah, but it's like you know you got uh, uh, 
CGI Pip and friggin' Memory Loss, Gamora, and then friggin' Batista, Batista friggin' In, Invisible <laughs> Invisible Drax. Right, right. Batista That's Invisible like, Drax. Eating shit and then the random the black dude. <laughs> He's like, I'm moon, I'm moon dragon, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like what? what's happening? Why is he like you don't belong here? <laughs> Try it. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, man. So uh, let's see here. Tiger Claw says, "Do you think they're gonna show Eros having sex with any female? I'm sorry. Do you think they're gonna show Eros having sex with any female Marvel heroes in the future movies?" He's all about pleasure. They're not. Hey man. Bang Eternals, not. Eternals, Eternals 2 is going to have three times as many sex scenes as the first one. That was a little weird. Like, it, but it, they're androids. Yeah. Hey, highly sophisticated androids. It's just, like, that's the only acting those two characters did. Like, I... <laughs> I mean, we're not getting a Julia in her face. Like, oh, he just went inside. Oh, you are so crazy for that. Black face, like just nothing. Both of them. Yes, Icarus kind of made a face, but half of it was CGI stuff coming out of his eyeballs. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a riddle inside of an enigma. It's Jay. <laughs> what up? Hey, what's up? Jay. Jay we've did been you notice the moment that that Cersei was penetrated? Mm. Was I uh, think it was us. just you guys. No, don't, don't but, include me in that at all. I don't want to be a part of that. No. Not but you I guys. missed like 20 minutes of the movie, so. <laughs> Doing what? Did you take a dump? Yeah. Like there was, it was really bad. He didn't pause it to go take. I mean, sorry, you you went to the theater and yeah. yeah, like I saw it in the theater. I wasn't able to see it in IMAX. Unfortunately, the showtime was like bad, but I saw it in the regular uh, screen in the theaters, and yeah, I just really had to go. Like <laughs> during one of the flashback scenes, it was like six days ago and I, I bounced and the next thing I knew Icarus was fighting everyone. <laughs> and, Jake's like, what is happening? Right. Like I, I don't know why he turned against them or anything, but actually you went to take a shit in the like reveal of like the, who the villain really is in the movie. It's probably like the one part of the movie that you actually needed to see. Everything else you could have yeah. any other time and you'd have been fine. You went at the one point of the movie where it's like, okay, like now, yeah, right. Like you you saw two separate movies. You're like, wait, what's this? <laughs> when you came back, you're like, what movie is this one now? This is the sequel? What happened? And you're like, <laughs> like he, I walked into a branched universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dang, Jay, that sucks. Yeah, I can I see it again. Those... No, don't do that, Jay. Don't do that. <laughs> Why not? I'm going to be in the theater anyway. Um, What you call it is, I think there's something this weekend coming out that I want to see. 
or at the very least, two weeks from now, uh, Ghostbusters will be out, so I'll be in the theater. Then I'll probably check it out again. Okay. So what did you think of Eternals, Jay? Um, I thought it was strangely similar to Steven Universe. How so? Please tell us. Like the same exact plot point happens where there's some a creature growing inside the earth and they're trying to stop it from like bursting out. Like I actually was going to prepare a clip, but uh I, I think I've mentioned how much my internet provider sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, like I was gonna do it yesterday. I was actually going to upload uh, Paradot talking about the cluster and uh, like how similar it is to the Eternal plot, uh, but my internet was down, so I couldn't get the screen capture, and that was actually when I was planning on watching uh, Spine of Night, and I couldn't do that uh, then when I wanted to, and it Man, I tell you, when you get a contract with the building, you could be as shitty as you want because there is nothing your customers can do about it. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, man, man. I, have to, I have to agree with this sentiment. I, I watched Eternals and I felt like I should take a dump too. <laughs> like, much like the writers of this movie. Just took a dump and put it on screen. Big man in, uh, in chat. So Jay used this movie as a laxative. I think it might have been the popcorn butter. <laughs> the the butter? <laughs> right. Listen, I, I will I will agree with Oz though in the sense that I, 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 I think that the writing was the issue here, just because there was a, there were concepts like the concepts aren't bad concepts. It's just the way that they decided to put it together. Uh, and, well, you know, you I mean... You don't explore like, any of the concepts. They just right. kind of, like, present them. Like, a even yeah. move on. Like, the way this movie handles them, you know, trying to kill each other, and then being fine two minutes later, that is something that happens in the comics <laughs> with, with Eternals. And, and, it you know, and it happens fast, just like this. It just, right. For some reason, doesn't feel right here. I don't yeah, know if it's a translation of page to screen, but it just doesn't like. You know, some of these characters like felt like the comic a little bit. You know, like uh, Sprite. You know, Icarus. Yeah, Icarus didn't feel at all like not even like when you. I'm watching this movie and she picks Cersei over <laughs> Icarus to lead them. Uh, it, it like makes sense here. He doesn't do shit. It, yeah, it barely makes sense though, because everybody else is like, like right. Icarus could lead us, right? Like he could lead, right, us. right. But but you know, the, even the way Icarus is here is not like he is in the comic. It doesn't make sense for any of those people to lead. Like, <laughs> like may, or I, I guess maybe if you're gonna pick one person, maybe uh, uh, Fina. You know, yeah. like the, Dina feels like, you know, I mean, yeah, she's sick, but <laughs> she she feels like, you know, she's the 
the one that gets the job done. You know, everybody it's else. So bad that it's like, oh, uh, let's um, let's just make it so they just leave. And but she's the one that's sick, and it's like in the comics, she was like one of the Starks, like weapons designer <laughs> in mm-hmm. Stark Industries. You know, so it's like yeah. it'd be tight to like see her in a flashback there, or even. Yeah. Like even Howard Stark during like, you know the agents, the early agents of Shield, like the Agent Carter time, like she's there after she decided mm-hmm. to not intervene with humans, but she's like, I'll work as it, right. yeah, right, and uh, right, you yeah. know, it's like even for for someone like myself, like I'm not a, a huge Eternals fan, but I'm I'm very familiar with them just because you know like they're peppered they interlaced throughout. Yeah. yeah, right. Throughout the Marvel Universe. And like of all the Eternals, the one that I'm probably like my 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 favorite Eternal outside of Thanos is is Circe. Because like that's the one that I'm most familiar with with her being an Avenger and like her whole relationship with with Black Knight and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like she, that that <coughs> character in this movie doesn't act anything like the character in the comic book. And I'm just like, man, that's it's pretty like and on top of that, it's like it's crazy because it's like, I mean, I get that you don't want every eternal like being like super like kick ass and like you know being able but to why do not? everything. Well, hey, I mean, you know, you might want a little bit of variety. I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not trying to sit here and say they should all do everything, but I'm like but Cersei does everything. Like Cersei is literally like she has like. Of course, the big thing they show in this is like the the matter like manipulation or transmutation mm-hmm. or whatever. But in the comics, she can fly. She's a telepath. She has energy projection. She's not invulnerable. She's super strong. Like she she does everything. <laughs> and so it's just so weird because I'm like, like she was like literally a powerhouse on the Avengers. And to watch like this person in this movie, I'm just like, man, like they toned her down a lot. And I'm not saying that, you know, they toned down everybody in the MCU, but they toned her down like all the way, all the way. Where I'm just like, I, okay, well, I guess we're we're matter manipulating now, and that's it. I feel like we didn't get the whole movie. Like, there's got to be a Chloe Zhao cut out there somewhere. Because no, I think this is it. But, no, because there's there's moments that like. Like when uh, when Faustus traps Icarus, and he's like, "I've been waiting to do this for a long time." Like I'm sitting there thinking, like, "You you guys have been like buddies this, this every time <clears throat> I've seen you two in." How- no, but he like, wanted to hold him down to fuck him. <laughs> oh, see, huh? that's not right. All right you, yeah, okay. Hey, this whole movie's not right. Like right. it's fitting. Yeah. True. The didn't, not right. didn't know that that's what Faustus was into, but hey. I'm not gonna they wanted you. to be called Fistos. That's like he had a, he had a crush on Gil- Gilgamesh for a while. <laughs> yeah. Now you know this, this movie. Like when you say, "Oh, you, I know that you can't have everybody be awesome," and that's one of the things that I really liked about the Eternals in the comics is like there's a power set that is kind of shared, and then yeah. there's like the specialty that they have, you know. Right. And you know that's what sep- that's what makes a sprite and an ajax like 
cool parts of a team. And even when you get into the the headbutting of everything, it's those little things that separate them from the stuff that they share that really becomes a big part, you know? And that, I mean, when you do the story with the Dreaming Celestial, which this is kind of what they did in that one, Sprite was the villain. And, uh, and, you know, they, they even did that here where it's like, oh, Sprite's a villain too, you know? And it's like, it it really feels like the first class where like Angel goes... (laughs) With Magneto just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's how this right. feels too, where it's like, you know, they they did talk about her not wanting to be a teen, you know, a preteen her whole life, you know, and but in the comics she was a lot angrier about it and she resented all of them. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so it was building yeah. over ages. Yeah. And here it yeah. didn't feel like like oh it's only until they you know teams get iphones that i'm mad that they they don't <laughs> they don't get to i don't get to do that you know which right. apparently she never like held an iphone until right. like the last minute of the movie yeah yeah and you know in the in well in the neil gaiman comics like the kingo role like the movie <clears throat> star like thing is what Sprite has it's kind of like the Hannah Montana show type uh, celebrity status, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just who knows. I, I don't know. I don't even know if they're gonna do more. I mean, you talk about the Chloe Zhao cut, and I really think this is it. It just it, just, it bugs me that they were on Earth for seven thousand years and never changed their hairstyle. <laughs> Like, like especially Sprite. <laughs> like she had she had that messed up haircut for seven thousand years. I'd be angry too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Jay, do you have any final thoughts on Eternals? And if so, or if not, you want to go ahead and, and rate it for us? Final thoughts. Um, it was a movie. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. it. It was a movie. I would <laughs> give it a three. Like it, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. So, yeah. Like as someone that's not familiar with the Turtles, this wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't good either. Like, it was, like, right in the middle. And at least some of the characters were interesting at times. So, I I give it a three. Okay. Oz, what say you, buddy? Oops. I gotta go one and a half. Like, I want to give it a three, but normally not knowing the source material can make these movies better because they they always tr- they they never they're never true to the source material or I guess I shouldn't say never but oftentimes they're not true to source material and that pisses us off, pisses us off too so not being so familiar with it like this I should have came, came into this movie with an advantage like I I should have been more likely to enjoy it than someone like Mo who actually cares about the characters. And the fact that I didn't and just 
didn't really have a good time and it's two and a half hours of just nonsense nothing happening it's one and a half maybe a two at best okay Moses Magnum let's say you I uh I, I this is close to three for me because it, it's like you said the concepts and and even the execution like it's like Joe said, it's a movie, <laughs> and uh, it, it's technically a, a somewhat well done movie, but it, it just hits all the. It doesn't hit the right marks. There's moments in it where I'm like, ah, oh, I'm feeling this, this, like, oh, I'm seeing these creatures live, like specifically the celestials, you know, and uh, and I was like, kind of moved by that, and then it's like, oh, Icarus is the villain. <laughs> And uh, it, it's just like, it just, yeah, I, I think the two and a half, three around there. Uh, Tyreek Lanchat said, uh, <laughs> what you guys think of Ajax? And I don't know, like, I, I don't use Ajax to wash my dishes or anything. I don't know what the fuck Ajax is. But, that was uh, the kid, right? No. Ajax? Ajax. Oh, Ajax. Oh, Ajax. Again, it's like they cat they they regendered him and cast somebody <laughs> else specifically because he wasn't gonna be in the movie. <laughs> like it's just he played, you know, the Selma Hayek's part plays. Look, anytime I get to look at Selma Hayek, I'm happy. But she wasn't even in like why bother changing this character that really has very little impact? Like, yeah, it's a crux of everything, but you don't have to do a, such a drastic change for that amount of screen time and, and script time, you know? Yeah. Like, you could have had, you know, uh, you know, Clint Eastwood or anybody, or even just a generic old white man that just is good on camera, looks good on camera, you know? Like, you didn't need to pay, you need to spend money on Selma Hayek. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could have made Selma Hayek Cersei. Dude, she would have been a. I think she would have been a better series. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 So I'm. I'm gonna rate Eternals. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I guess. I guess two, two out of five. I just like it. Just you know, like. I. 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 I I, I don't know how it is that it felt like they managed somehow to like it, it was interesting, but it didn't feel fun. Mm-hmm. And it, it it and I'm not saying it needs to be like it doesn't have to be light, but it should feel like you know. I mean, I guess or maybe the better word is not maybe fun isn't the right word because fun like the the movie the tone wasn't supposed to be a fun tone, but it should be like thrilling, and it wasn't thrilling. Like there was no. No point where I was like, "Man, will 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 they do it? <laughs> is this gonna is this gonna happen?" Like you know, like I mean, I know where the climax is technically because I understand story, but feeling <laughs> that we're gonna vote, like I there was no like I didn't get that feeling at that part of the movie. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I was just like, I like I just flat throughout the whole thing, which is 
really unfortunate because like some of those characters are characters I really enjoy. And, you know, like I said, the the highlight was the mid credit scene, which is weird. <laughs> that should not be how the, the, the And only because of Pitt. Right. Yeah, no, definitely that was yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. Like you I know, would have cast someone different. Yeah. Okay. I can, yeah. I, mean, I can see it. I can see it. And you I would have put Jack Black. You know, I think actually I would have gone with John Mulaney for this one. No, that's that's a bad idea. Mulaney? No. Why Mulaney? Like the timbre of his voice, like is always kind of like what I felt Pip sounded like, like in my head. Like it wasn't like exactly Mulaney, but it was close to Mulaney. Like it, it definitely was away from Patton Oswald. I definitely would not have thought of Patton Oswald myself just because I would have thought like a little more, maybe a little more gravelly, but just because, you know, it's like person that's like smoking cigars and drinking, drinking, drink all the time. Like, you know, just somebody that's like a little more with the revelry, but, but hearing what Patton Oswald did with it, it was actually not a bad, a bad rendition to me, but yeah, but I hear you. I hear you. We they're def they definitely could have cast somebody different, but you know he did a better job with this than he did with Modoc. <laughs> I think that's a, a, a stylistic thing, like you know, like I don't know, not my Modoc. <laughs> I still haven't seen Modoc. Me either. I don't. I don't want to get Hulu just for it. Yeah, yeah. I think you they don't like sell it on Amazon. It definitely feels like it's it's your kind of show, Jay. Oh, I know. Like, trust me, if they sold it on Amazon, I would have bought it already. Yeah. But I guess they don't want my money. Yeah, I don't know. They don't want your money. They're like, Jay? Jay dollars? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Anything else before we move on to the next thing? No. no. All right. Let's. Should we uh, talk about the spine of night? We could do that, or Joe can recap Chucky. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can do that real quick. So, in this episode of Chucky, uh, they kind of slow it down a bit. Um. Uh, you know, I suck with everyone's name. But basically, the autistic girl is not, like, she's not into Chucky anymore because half his face is burnt. So the dad gets her a Timmy doll, good guy doll. And the three, we, we need a team name for them. Um... I don't know, but yeah, we got to think of it. Yeah, but Jake and friends are, they actually find the Chucky doll and they beat the shit out of it. So they're kind of thinking that everything is like cool. And then we get the flashback and oh my God, guys, Jennifer Tilly is in Chucky. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> man. Like, Larry awesome. doesn't know why he's laughing. So, for those of you that don't know, real quick, uh, Jennifer Tilly is, uh, she joined the series in Bride of Chucky. Uh, her, her name was Tiffany. They get married. They kill people. Um, and, you know, they do their thing. And in the remake, they kind of uh, were moving away from her. But they did give her a cameo. Not remake. I'm sorry. Reboot. The soft reboot. Uh, she did get a cameo. But now they've got her in the series. And they do a flashback to how they met Chucky and uh, Tiffany. Tiffany. How they met. And like some of their early kills. And we find out that Chucky is having issues with the soul swapping, um, which I, I mentioned that before. Like the curse of Chucky was all about him, like learning how to separate the soul and put it into different places. Um, and that's how he survives the beating from Jake and friends. Uh, he put himself inside the Timmy doll. And so they think everything is cool. The town thinks everything is, well, not cool exactly, because, you know, they don't know why these accidents keep happening, accident murders. And so they're at a town meeting, and the principal is supposed to come out, but her head just rolls onto the stage instead. And the whole town, like, freaks out, right? Like, freaks the fuck out. And it, it this is a good episode. Um, I had a couple of issues with the technical issues. Um, like, you know, Chucky did the soul swap, but they don't show him, like, taking the batteries out of uh, the doll and putting it into the new one. So it's like, uh, you know, he was running without batteries. So when they attacked the doll that he was in, it shouldn't have like, reacted or said anything unless he actually went and took out the new batteries and put them in. And they don't do that. Or they don't show it. Like, they end up showing the swap. And actually, Mo, are you caught up? Did you watch this uh, episode? I'm, a, I'm actually behind, man. Yeah, that's I'm counting on you. The, for some reason, sci-fi app don't let me log in now. Oh, even that though, sucks. Even though I have Peacock. Because, like, there's a scene where they actually show him swapping the soul. After they explain that he can do it, there's a scene of him swapping the doll. And I was just kind of wondering if you needed that because I didn't, <laughs> but maybe like, I mean, I could see kind of thematic, but I was just wondering if you needed that, like if that's something that benefited overall to the flow. But uh, and my, my one other issue is there's a scene where Chucky gets Tossed down a garbage chute 
and he lands in a, a garbage can full of needles and you know he gets high off the residual drugs and that's not how sharps are disposed of like you don't just throw them right into the the trash so that is that bugged me a little bit like i don't know it's one it does seem weird but two it's like now that I have experience in that, I like it just didn't work for me. But overall, this is a good, good episode. Like it does feel like a a, a pause. Like you know, like they're letting you catch your breath mm-hmm. from like the last few episodes, and then like the ending is like the exclamation point that makes you like get you hyped for the next week's show. Okay. So, yeah, that that is our Chucky recap, episode five. I don't remember the title of the episode, but that is our Chucky recap. Cool. Larry still hasn't watched it. Uh, He's busy. Give it. (laughs) Four, a four out of five. You know what I would like for Larry to watch other Lily, but at the same time though, I was actually having, I was actually, a kill assist was on Twitter talking about the movie separation, which I've been meaning to do a one shot on, but I'm lazy and my room is fucked right now. But I, I found separation completely not scary. Like it was, it works better as like a slice of life drama than it does a horror movie, in my opinion. <laughs> and Killasus thought it wasn't scary at all either, but he did think the puppets were creepy. And so I need Lawrence to watch <laughs> Separation to be the tiebreaker. Yeah. To figure out whether this non-scary think- movie has creepy puppets or not. How is it a tiebreaker? It's like two of you think. It's not scary, and if I do, that means you all win. Still, like we should just go. No, with it's not scary. It, no, you have to judge. You have to judge whether the puppets are creepy. That's where we're tied. Oh, I think yes, the puppets yes, aren't creepy. Puppets. He yes, thinks the puppets are. Well, no, you wrong. can't just say that. You have to. You have to look at the puppets. I can want. I, listen, I don't need to look at creepy puppets to know they're creepy puppets. No, right, look, you have to. They're you, creepy you can't. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can Jake, feel I can Jake feel can't win the negative energy. And that's another thing I have planned before my fucking internet went down. Like there's a shot which is like it it kind of it it kind of defines the movie's ineffectualness as a horror movie where they show the puppet and then it's like slowly moving like towards the character, but it's moving so slowly that I'm not scared. I'm just like looking at the details, yeah. like just admiring the, the handiwork. So it's like. <laughs> well, even like Chucky, that, that's part of the reason why I love, I like the show. What I've watched so far is that 
it's about the characters dealing with Chucky more than it is about Chucky just running wild, you know? Because realistically, like, yeah, he, you know what? Let's just throw Chucky in the vat of cement, a bucket full of cement, and just let him harden. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Because it's like you can't burn them or anything, but if you just trap his body in cement and throw it in the bottom of the ocean, yeah, he'll probably like transfer his soul to to a fish. But then he's got to be able to get out of there. Well, I mean, according to Cult of Chucky, he's already got like a bunch of him out there. So, in fact, I thought we saw one in the hospital last episode. Because when Junior was getting sedated, you see a Chucky doll run by, but it didn't look scarred. And then when uh, Jake and the girl go back to the house, Chucky is there. So I think it feels like there was a second Chucky at the hospital. Okay. Well, but we'll see. Larry, like, I, I read a... That too. Uh, I, I read an interview with uh, Jennifer Tilly talking about the show, and it was kind of interesting. Like, she thought she was not going to be, like, involved anymore because the producers kind of thought uh, Son of Chucky was, and this is her quote, uh, what she's saying they said. They said it was too gay, too funny, and too much Jennifer Tilly. Wow. So she thought she was like done with the series, uh, but they brought her back and they gave her a lot of stuff to do. And she says the last episode is bananas. Wow. So, man, like I was already hyped. And then she said that and I got hyper. So <laughs> got hyped her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since you're nice and hyped, we should probably move on to Spine of Night. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Jay, you want to tell us about the Spine of Night? Sure. Uh, Spine of Night is a medieval fantasy anthology about magic plants and the people that possess them. Uh, so we start off with the witch having the plants and you know, her tribe gets slaughtered and a librarian steals the plants and then he goes mad with power and the guardian of the plant tells the story of the first men and then the trap is set. <laughs> and failure, because of course. <laughs> Look, that, that, that sounds fair, Jay. <laughs> that sounds fair. <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, what, what did you all think? Oz, what, what did you think of the Spine of Night, man? I didn't like it. The uh, the backgrounds were really well done, really beautiful backgrounds. But everything that was animated looked <coughs> bad. Like, and there's one scene where 
it's uh it's an action scene there there's fighting and it looked like it was in slow motion and weird i just i i didn't like it and then you you assholes didn't warn me <laughs> of the nudity so i'm sitting there like on my lunch break going okay well i can catch some of it right now i'll catch the rest later pop it on pop it on within the first minute there's a naked lady just like that that's it that's my whole screen is a naked lady now here's the thing <laughs> we said it was in the vein of heavy metal yeah which means nudity like that it, those it, are it, your those are your keywords yeah. in the vein of heavy metal that means nudity yeah and when you talk about heavy metal you think of either a ton of nudity or not enough you know, like every time you watch a vignette, it's like, oh, that one didn't have enough nudity. Yeah. <laughs> but then the other ones are all like the characters just nude all the time. Yeah. It's like, and I will say this one does a remarkable job of making the nudity non sexy. Yeah. Like, it's just kind <laughs> of there. It was very non sexy. Yeah, I had no, <laughs> I, I am not going to enjoy that opening sequence at all ever <laughs> in my life but it's enough that it's not safe for work um yeah it, besides I mean, it's that, cartoons. yeah and it's not like porn cartoons it's not hentai it's eh, it's still it's full it's full frontal nudity there, there's like, a line at, and it's like oh look I'm sure the the director of HR walked by right when Oz pulled that up on his computer at, at work. <laughs> and was just like, there he goes, masturbating in the office again. <laughs> there are lines, and I was straddling the lines, and not in a good way. Uh, but still, that aside, I didn't like the animation. Uh, I like the backgrounds. Yeah, but the story just like kept going. Like it just, I, there's nothing interesting to me. There, there are moments where I thought it would get interesting, and then okay, yeah, well, whatever. All right. Oh look, now this guy's naked. Okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you no. Know? Okay. So everybody that that takes this this cocaine plant. Gets it ends up naked in in a cave, okay. All right, I got gotcha. you. What else? It's just I, I don't know. the the anim if the animation was better, maybe I could spend more time watching it. But I you you put all that together and I was done. I got halfway through it and I was done. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Mo, what what were your thoughts? Uh, I I'm not a fan of rotoscoping animation and i think that's what this was in some respects it works really well when they do the you know the story of the first men and everything is just black that looks really good uh but as far as like you know the the characters and you know especially in the beginning it, it was off-putting after a while i got used to it and it was fine the story itself i actually enjoy and it does have the vein of like it's that weird uh, fantasy, dark fantasy that is is very like, and even the way they did it in the mythology style around the same thing, I really enjoyed. So, uh, I wish you know I had more of it in that respect. 
But I, you know, it's one of those things. Like, man, would this have been that like better if it was just uh, live action? You know, because the rotoscoping. I mean, we saw that other movie. What was the one that we saw, Jay? Till your last death. Right. Uh, and that was kind of rotoscope too, and that looked bad. But at least well, that it, that was puppeting. That's puppeting, a that completely called? different technique. Yeah. Okay. But the reason I guess why I call it rotoscoping because it looks like <laughs> it looks like the actors um, who do the voices. Yeah, no. whereas this this is rotoscoping and it doesn't look like the actors at all, which is I right. think that okay. contrib that contributes to like Oz's criticism about the animation. I think, yeah, right. If they wouldn't look like the characters. I think the animation would look better. You know, and it, there's something to be said for them just not copying out and making the characters look like the actors animated too. You know, it's a risk you take. Uh, what were you gonna say, Jay? Before I, um, I was gonna say, uh, if you like, an another example of something that was rotoscoped was that uh, series that uh, we talked about on Amazon, Awake. Awake, yeah. Which, yeah, that that was also rotoscoping. Yeah, and that looks, I mean, that looks different because it looks like a filter over something film, you know, not as much as like a scanner darkly, which I love that movie, but it still has that effect. I don't know. I guess in rotoscoping, it has a weird effect where everything feels like it's floating on something. And, uh, and with something like awake or scanner darkly, like I can see that <coughs> being off putting and this one, because of the pre-rendered backgrounds, they were able to manage that floating effect, uh, but it, there was still enough of it to put somebody like Oz off. For me, it was it, it was off putting, but I, I I got used to it quick and I was okay with it. Yeah. You know? Right. But and the story the story is where I really like really got into it, and I, I enjoyed that a lot. Cool. So, as for myself. Uh, I agree with Oz in the sense of the uh, the animation. I, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of it. Um, like I, I will say that I much like you, Moses. I did get used to it, but the big thing that for me that I was like, I mean, it, it, I think in general it wasn't animated well, as far as like you know the characters and whatnot and how they move around, but. The big thing, for whatever reason, for me was the teeth, like the teeth. <laughs> a lot of teeth. And I was just like, dude, I don't like these teeth, man. Like people start talking, and all I can do is look at their teeth, and I'm like, they look so bad. Like, <laughs> which I don't know. I don't know. It was really strange for me. No, so, you're right. There's yeah. like one scene where the mouth just opens a little before they start talking. It was just teeth, like. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. But I do think, like, I, I did enjoy the story. Now, I do feel like the story was, was at certain points, a little bit clunky. Like, I don't know if it was, like, maybe, like, just could have been edited together better or something like that. Or maybe it needed somebody to come and be like, hey, take this part out 
or move, you know, well, I won't say move anything because I feel like the order of stuff was fine, but just, you know, there might be either, there might be a scene or two that maybe could have been out of the movie altogether. But I do like the anthology aspect of it and how you're kind of telling uh, basically like the history of of this this plant you know or of these you know of this mystical flower and how it affects all these different people and like how it ends up coming back around or whatnot like that was really cool um it's one of those things where it's like you know i know mo had mentioned maybe you know like could this have been better if it was live action and it's like I mean, obviously, it would have looked, it would have had a better look to it if it was live action. Well, it depends that's on like, who made it. <laughs> well, that's true. And that is true, right? It does, it does depend on who made it. Also, too, is I was just, you know, for personal, personally, I'm not even sure I could watch all the things that happened if this was live action. Because, you know, there's <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of violence in this joint that I personally would not want to see in live action. So, you know... But I definitely would like to see better animation, <laughs> you know, because I was just like, the story was interesting. And I feel like there's like some cool kind of things that do happen. Like, I, I, it, it, you know what I would be really interesting to see would have been like this exact script, but done by like an anime studio. And just to kind of see like what that movie looks like versus this one. Because I kind of feel like you could probably do like all, like you don't have to change any of the story. You don't have to change any of the dialogue. <laughs> like I feel like if it was just an anime studio that just did the visuals, this is a whole different movie, you know? And so, yeah. But yeah, I, that that like my initial thought was just like, okay, like, the animation's not really working for me. What's up with these teeth? And I'm like, where where's the story going? And eventually I I, you know, like halfway through, I'm like, okay, I, I'm understanding what's happening with the story now. And that's interesting. So yeah, that was my initial take. So it, it sounds like all of us are probably not huge fans of the animation. Is that correct? Or am I correct to say that? Any, any of you like um, wanting it to look the way that it looks? Nah, like I'm not a huge rotoscoping guy. Like you see like 30% of the time someone does something really cool with it. And the other 70% is just like, no. Yeah, right. And yeah, like I said, like the action came off really slow. Mm. And in particular, there's one scene where a guy is levitating a girl and he throws her, and it's like it's so slow. Yeah, that it's like, yeah, I, I was not feeling that. Like other than that, though, uh, like when it comes to the non-action, it and you know, the teeth, it was fine. Um, I like some of the surreal. The surrealer images, like when the guy has the eye, uh, eye in his chest, um, like that was like a cool looking thing. 
And there are definitely certain uh, scenes and certain things that do look pretty awesome. Um, the first men's story, like Mo said, that was amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, and that is because of the style, they, the way they did the rotoscoping, because they just blacked out yeah. like full live actors. And, and even right. though it's blacked out, like their whole figure is blacked out, you can still see the contours of the body in motion without any light hitting them. And uh, for me, I, I, I like maybe I had a little bit of that flower, but. It, it, it just that that segment was my favorite, and it was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're you're right there. You're right there. It was it was pretty good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it is a strange it is a strange thing. Like just like I, I well, like I will t again. We're talking about things that I'm not sure I want to see in, in live action. I don't know if I could have seen that eye thing in in live action. Like it, it would be a, a like I could totally see it as a moment in a it, like if you're watching this movie and that happens in live action and it looks like you know like it, it what it's supposed to look like. Like if it looks like what is what you intend for it to look like, like that can be. An, an amazing moment cinematically i'm sure but you know uh, but 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 at the same time i'm like i don't know if i could watch that and then on top of that too i like it was like the some of the performances are a little weird in this movie too and i, I feel like part of it might be like people aren't on the set at the same time yeah i think this was one of those movies that was made during the pandemic like during the lockdown yeah. and yeah. you know back when we were doing the show at the beginning of it i said you know we're gonna see a lot of animation stuff coming out yeah and a lot of what we get is kind of like this yeah yeah and and it's like it, like the cast is you know it's it's a it's a decent cast it's not like you know like the people aren't they're, they're talented people but it's definitely a thing where it's kind of like it feels like it it is it could potentially be people that were like locked in rooms on their own yeah. reading dialogue versus like actually like and it's not even like to say like you need people to be like lord knows like a lot of animated stuff happens like that mm -hmm. but when you have people that are used to working in that kind of condition it never feel it doesn't necessarily feel that way but this movie felt that way at some at some points in other points it it worked but you know, like when you're talking about people, oh, go ahead. I didn't realize that was Patton Oswalt, yeah, yeah, in the movie. I thought it was the inconceivable guy. No, oh, yeah, that's because Oswald's getting old, yeah. And I, honestly, I would have liked John Mulaney there better. <laughs> <laughs> You saw me drinking. Have <laughs> <laughs> me, me mess my computer up. Stop it. <laughs> Listen, but yeah, yeah, it, it's it is. Uh, yeah, like I, I didn't realize it was Patton Oswalt either. And he, yeah, it, it's one of those things where <laughs> what I knew it was Patton Oswalt. 
know. He normally has a little more bass in his voice. Yeah, but he's he's acting. Like, yeah, there were, there were he's acting moments. like the inconceivable guy. There were a few moments where I thought, "Ah, oh, that sounds like Zach," but it's 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 obviously as Oswald. Not obvious to Jay and I, Oz. Whatever. <laughs> Listen, well, you, guys you don't know about Pip Patrol. I mean, it's, <laughs> as the uh, as the animation guy of record for the show. <laughs> And uh, the the Pat Oswald uh, fan club member extraordinaire, the president of the Pat Oswald fan, the the president of the Pat Pat Oswald fapping. Uh, I don't know what I can say on YouTube. Damn it, I miss the days when I could just say stuff. You could just say it, like you know, what's it gonna? I, what are they gonna do? I says uh, my freedoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I gotta, I gotta be better at editing myself because we're gonna do stuff live soon. <laughs> yeah, I want to start editing that because that takes a lot of time. Technically, we're doing stuff live now. No, but I mean, like live, live, like live and in person. Like F it, we'll do it live. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you only have a six-second delay to bleep. To censor I wish all your, had, I wish we had six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I have a We're like someone blur Oz's penis quickly. Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not enough. There's not a brush big enough. Oh, oh, that's not funny. Oh, f you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Look. We're we're gonna be live at some point, walking around in person, like like breathing on each other and and passing the what do you call what do you call it, Lawrence, the Budweiser illness or whatever. We're gonna be live and in, in person soon. There's, there's a lot of stuff to come from uh, Comic Con International Special Edition, which yeah. means a special edition of Fantastic Forum. Hit the bell, subscribe, do all that. Now I don't even know why I have to tell you guys. Everybody knows. You have to hit the subscribe and the like. Like I, I don't know why I do that every day in every video. I'm tired of putting that clip in. It. Move on. You should do it. It's though. a green screen clip that you have to like do special effects on. Every time I have to. I mean, I got it down to like three clicks, but still. Yeah. I, I actually Here's saved the, the settings part. so I can just copy it. I can just paste the settings now. Yeah. Here's the messed up part, though. As a person that watches YouTube videos, sometimes I'm like, "Oh yeah, I should like this." <laughs> like, no, I, and, and I'm being yeah, real. except like, our videos. Like, like, well, yeah, like I when do, I say I like and subscribe, it's just for Lawrence, and he still hasn't. Yeah, and Jay, either. I, I, I'm subscribed, but you don't I like our videos. Well, look. Some of y'all don't be making that great of content. I'm just saying. No, I'm joking. I'm playing. Like we just want, we want douchebags that like what you like to like. I what, to see that you're watching this. I agree. Our funniest content is when Lawrence isn't on. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> He's watching wow. himself. I like. Look, I will say that I have had plenty of time where I've been watching Fantastic Four. <coughs> so I haven't been on. I'm like, man, y'all are killing it. Uh, I don't know if you all kill it in the same way when I'm here. Because I'm a part of it, but I sh I guess I should go back and 
watch a show I'm on and be like, are they killing it in the same way? And if no, you're not, because you'd be laughing. Be like, oh. You'd be laughing hysterically right now. You'd be your little square would just be you going ha 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 ha. Like you'd have to mute your mic because you'd blow out our ears. And I instead was you're just there see. like I agree, sir. It's like, okay. I was trying to find if see if the like if I if like a toothbrush was in reach because you were like saying there's not a brush big enough and I hold up my toothbrush. <laughs> I feel I feel like when you're on the show, it's like Jay watching the Eternals. You just want to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, but you would have said that if you were here. That's true. Mary Young, Mary Young, Mary Young is friggin'. He makes us use the show as a laxative. I yeah. agree. It's like his new nickname is X-Lax. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's definitely not X-Lax. You like X-Men. That's your X-Men That's code your name. Your mutant code name, X-Lax. X-Lax. Listen, I feel like that could happen sometime in the near future, though. Like, you could have a mutant name X-Lax. Anyway, the spine of night. Uh, anybody got anything else they want to say about it before we rate it? I give it a three out of five. <laughs> I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the concept. I would like to see more, like you know, <laughs> anthologies on it. Maybe better, a little bit better executed, you know. But yeah, they they gave you something, and 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 we watched it, and now we're telling you like it, it's at least for that first men segment, it's worth a watch. You know, everything else that kind of t- it all ties into it, so it's not like. The anthology part feels like, <coughs> oh, it, it's just a bunch of segments. Like they all kind of flow together too, and uh, and I enjoyed it. So three three point five out of five. If anybody wants to watch it, how would they find it? It's on Shutter. Okay, and Amazon. Okay, it's, and it's uh, theaters it's- right now actually. It's uh, if you want to stream it, it's streaming for six ninety nine on a, basically any streaming yeah. platform: YouTube, Amazon Prime, Vudu, Apple TV, Google Play. It's all there. So, well, it, every non Disney uh, affiliated uh, streaming service it looks like six ninety nine. Frankly, that's that's way too much because <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I, I'm gonna give it a two. Look, I there's maybe something interesting happens after the halfway point, but at that point, I've already wasted an hour of my life, and uh, it now is done. the The only good thing, the only thing I enjoyed was looking at the backgrounds. Like at one point, there's a cave that looks like a skull, and like just the imagery, imagery alone. If you take the people out of it, or the the characters that move, you take them out of it, and it's there. There's some amazing imagery, but I just I I can't take those people talking in the teeth like Lauren said, and then the story moves so slow. The action sequences are super slow. I I just I I couldn't do it. I, I really, with I, I everything, I guess the question could go for everyone here. But with everything that you saw, with the way they did it, without changing the teeth, if this was like a music video to a cool song, like. Would it be a bad music video? It would have to be a really cool song. Right. I'm thinking, you know, like an Iron Maiden or, you know, something cool. I'm sorry. You said cool <laughs> and Iron Maiden. 
right. Oh. Shots like fired. Shots fired. I mean, I, I, obviously, there's a whole different thing here if this is something that's like, you know, two and a half, three minutes versus 90. <laughs> you right. know, it's like I, in, in two and a half minutes, I, I only noticed the teeth at the end, probably, right? Um, I, <laughs> you know? I noticed the teeth like up front. Like, you know, I like, uh, yeah, but I don't know, man. I like, I, what I will say is this for me personally, I was like, I'd probably give this joint three and a half out of five. <coughs> like, because. I do like the story and the, like I and I do agree with you Moses in the sense like I would watch another one of these but I would hope it'd be better. Like I would hope whether you're talking about getting people into a studio together so they can actually like have more of a uh uh chemistry or sound like they're like you know actually talking to one another uh or or even I mean cuz some parts of it did feel that way other parts didn't and if we could get some improvement on the animation, I think that, like, that would really be the whole thing. Like, it, it's just a weird thing because it's like there's some points in this thing where I'm just like I'm noticing weird stuff that I don't normally notice in animation. I, I there was a part, a point where I'm watching this joint and. I don't remember if a guy was yelling or if he was singing or what he was doing, but I could see like his uvula, uvula. and I was just like, "Why am I like? <laughs> why do I see that?" Like, and I'm not saying that. I mean, obviously, it's a thing that exists in reality, but I'm just like, did that performance? Like, did somebody film that I've person had, doing that? I've had a lot of people yell at me, and I don't see their their uvula. Well, that's what rotoscoping is. Like, it's filmed and then drawn over. Yeah. And whatever the camera sees, they draw over. I don't think they can do that. Going back to what Mo was saying, I can, if this was in kind of what Lawrence tried to say, but he didn't say it right. Yeah. If this was a, like a three or four minute music video, I can, I can roll with it, especially if it's a song that I really enjoy. But, I mean, an hour into this thing, it's like I I can't I couldn't I I, I just had to turn it off. I was done. I guess I think the first men. Oh, go ahead. I, I think the first men part could work for a music video. Um, yeah. maybe not the rest. Like, you know, you say music video, fantasy. Um. In any case, when you proposed the question, I immediately thought of Do the Evolution mm-hmm. and how amazing that is. And I would much rather watch, you know, that than like, than mo- like with the exception of the first man, like just watching that as a music video, like I would much rather watch Do the Evolution or even Paranoid Android, like, yeah. I love that. Like, I used to watch that all the time, and the animation and the art is kind of shitty, yeah. but it, it fits into, like, that surrealness. Right. Um, there's also this, uh, I can't remember if the band or the name is, like, Die Fantasy, um, where it has a more traditional art style, and, like, 
it's a music video, but I don't think I've ever listened to the words. Like, I'm normally busy watching the video because it's just a cool little thing that's happening with these kids in a pool being murdered by monsters. So, yeah, like, there's a, there's a lot of awesome animated music videos, and I'm not sure this would make the cut into that pantheon. I guess next week we're reviewing the Iron Maiden video for writing on the wall. No, so, by the way, I would rent I would rate this like a three. Like I enjoyed it. Uh I enjoyed the story. Like it was mostly like the action was a little slow and awkward, but other than that, like I did enjoy the story. I enjoyed the non-sexy nudity. Um, yeah, they, there's a lot to enjoy. Like, I'm not a huge fan of rotoscoping, and that gets, you know, weird a little bit at times, especially with the teeth. <laughs> but, uh... Overall, I think overall, I had a feeling of like towards this, and I would like more. Um, especially want more because I, I realized while I was watching this that a lot of the fantasy uh, shows I watch are like anime, which are more high energy, faster pace, and I kind of wanted was wondering if that was had any like bearing but you know i don't think so writing on the wall came out this year they're yeah. still doing stuff yeah it's like it's their 20th album or something the thumbnail for that video is already 10 times better than than this thing you guys made me watch <laughs> like, yeah i want to watch this video it, it looks amazing it's death on a motorcycle multiple deaths on multiple motorcycles. It's a motorcycle gang of death. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a weird, like, video. What's it called? The Writing on the Wall. Or Writing on the Wall. It, it just came out in July. Yeah, a couple months ago. I didn't even know they were still alive. Good for yeah. them. Oh, dude. Yeah. They're, they're, good, they're... good for them for surviving? Look, yeah. I mean, Bruce Dickinson is like... He's a he's like he looks like a svelte young dude. Like in, he looks in better. One surviving is uh, is a thumbs up. I think the thing is he looks he looks in better condition than us. No, that you gotta show the thumbnail. Okay, I guess we're showing the video. Just right. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean the cool. Not the whole video, and we're we're not doing the sound because. That makes Oz nervous. Yeah, oh, YouTube hates it. Yeah, but it's fine. It, this look, animation is pretty decent. I did the the Insidious, the Larry watching Insidious. Actually, like they gave us a copyright claim and everything, but like they said, you're good. Don't worry about it. Okay. Like, like they say, yeah, you have because the claim is different than a strike, right? 
But yeah, uh, yeah, that video looks the 10 15 seconds of it we've watched already looks more interesting than than what you guys made me watch. Jay, what what video were you talking about earlier with the Android? Paranoid Android? <laughs> yeah, Larry, don't, don't go to it because it has an Android in it. <laughs> yeah, it it's what is that? What is my dude Tom York's band? Radiohead. Radiohead. Can, yeah. Like, it's an old Radiohead song. It connects with with Eternals, right? <laughs> But the thing is, there's no Android in the video, and it's not. What? A, it's not about an Android, per se. Is the is Tom York in it? Because he's got that goofy eye. That no, it's an animated. No, it's animated. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a great video. It's also Radiohead. I don't like Radiohead. Uh, Radiohead's good, but yeah, it's kind of. But creepy. I I can see like why why you would have that. Reaction. Yeah, he's kind of a creep. Put He's it in a the, weirdo. Yeah. What the hell is he even doing here? <laughs> put put a full screen, Jay. Full screen. <laughs> is he pouring the shampoo into his eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a severed foot? What the hell are we even watching? Where's the okay. android? There's no there is none. And then the guy has a spiky iRobot. Why is that racist black person in it? (laughs) He's not racist. It's a little racist. Uh, Such a good video. I swear, when this was popular, every time it would come on, I would watch it. Yeah. And I would be mad because it's like, that's six minutes (laughs) of like. I could have been doing something with that six minutes. <laughs> now I'm watching this again. Why? Why are his lips so big? Because he's British. <laughs> okay. Sure. What's the and like I said, the animation isn't great, but if you can hear the music, yeah, like yeah, it's got the this. What, yeah, what's the name of the song? What, it's Paranoid Android. That woman has no nipple. <laughs> they were covered. But either that, you know, either she has no nipple or it's like off near her armpit. You're really going to make me talk this whole time so that we don't get a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> we, can stop, we can stop the music. I, I have, please do. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh-oh. And it's he still going. Music, oh my god, the best part was coming where the car goes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Oh, that's dun. how the car goes. He don't remember. He don't remember. That's my Jack Black singing Paranoid Android. Jack Black. Yeah, it's it's a good video. Like it's a good again, song. It's a good song, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I heard an amazing right. jazz cover of it that was awesome. Despite like being jazz and not having the words, it was like pretty good. Yeah, when yeah. I went to the scary thing for Halloween, they played a Radiohead song. They did, um, and it was like a jazz. It was just the dude on the piano, the jazz female singer, and the dude on the bass. And uh, what song? It was. I think it was after that. It was uh from In Rainbows or something. Oh, okay. From Hell to the Thief. I'd rather listen to Nickelback than 
fucking Radiohead. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Nickelback is awesome. Oh, my God. Now I, got <laughs> I don't know why people why hate on them. You you knew Jay was going to say that. You knew that. I saw them live. Like They were like really good. There's a lot of bands that are way better live than just listening to their songs. But I think it's because you're there live and there's hype. It was kind of funny. It happened like right after 9-11 and his guitar string broke. And so he shouts out to the crowd. I guess I should have used the one used made in America. And like everyone started cheering. It was like the most pandering bullshit I've ever heard live. But it was fun. Okay. Um, He's not even from America. He's right, gonna, like I, that's what he's saying. Like he was using the Canadian string, but he should have used the one made in America because we make better guitar strings than them. We you should have been at a concert from a band made in America. Wait, oh, it's a bunch of people. It wasn't just them. Yeah, no, I understand how. Ba- oh, okay, the the show. <laughs> but is it? Is that true? Like, do we make better guitar strings in America? No, we no, don't. No, pandering to no it's just pandering bullshit. Yeah, because all, oh. all our guitar strings are made in China or Japan. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you buy a guitar from like Guitar Center and it says like, if you, the guitar itself made in America like raises the value like thousands of dollars. But it's like, oh, really? you have the Mexican one, or you have the Korean one. But if you had like the Japanese one, you're like, oh, okay, I'll take that, you know, and it'll be cheaper. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just wow. a string made out of steel. Like, it's not complicated. I, I'm not saying it is. I'm just like in my mind. I'm just like I don't even know. Do we make that here anymore or not? Because that was more my thought. I was just like, you know. If we don't make it here, then that's okay, right? Who knows? Like, we're making microchips. Or, well, maybe. No, we're maybe not. not even yeah, actually. yeah not. you're right. Like, yeah. That's all happening in Taiwan, right? Like, <laughs> like so, okay. In, in the so, place in China, in China soon. Yeah. We're making software. We're, make, we're having ideas for things. We're packaging pretty good. Yeah. We're packaging pretty good. <laughs> what we are producing is methane in the ozone layer. That's what we're good That's at. That's what producing. we're producing. Yeah. Number one, yeah, no, number one gotta in be the world, too. baby. No, number they, they got the everything world. else but methane because we do all the meat here. Right. Well, our president is going okay. uh, internationally producing methane. <laughs> right. So you just, just called President Biden a windbag. I heard you. No, he's he's farting up a storm, and it's like international incidents. But whatever, he's gassing the diplomats. I'm sorry. Oh, I yeah. My apologies. That's probably not something you heard on CNN. That's all you haven't heard. I mean, I get it. I mean, you know what? You should have heard it though on that learning on pit with Pippi show. (laughs) It's like, why is why is the headline the president farts? (laughs) <laughs> because Princess Camilla has well. The, the thing box. is, you know, we're we're also used to the other president where all the shit came out of his mouth. No, not his ass. Okay, yeah, you 
You're right, Mo. Learning what could be apocalypse. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about learning with Pippi. Oz, did you watch Learning with Pippi? I watched the trailer because I was told that's all we had to go on. Right. Okay, good. And- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a load off that's my mind. <laughs> Jay, were you the one that brought this to the forum and were like, yeah, you're the one that was like, we should watch this, right? Yes. Tell tell us about it. Like, why? What made you feel like, hey, the forum needs to watch this? We need to talk about it. Um, well, a couple of things. First off, it's like a preschool learning show character is involved in a multi universal apocalypse. Like, that's just amazing. Like, it's right up the forums, like right in the forums wheelhouse. I got so, that. secondly, oh wait, what's your question, Oz? Is Pibby or learning with Pibby or whatever that is that an actual show? Is Pibby an actual character that has been a show before this? No, it's created for the show. Okay, because that's that influences how I felt about this. But go ahead, you keep explaining. <laughs> okay, so basically. Adult Swim releases something every year for Halloween. Um, Jack Stowers, Oakwell was one of those things. Uh, this year was the Learning with Pibby trailer. It's like kind of like a fake trailer meant to just be like a one-off thing to enjoy. But it also serves as like a pitch so depending on if this gets popular enough which it's currently at like three million views despite being age restricted uh if people like it enough the creator um dodge greenlee is hoping to get it made into a full series and so it was i I just really enjoyed watching this. Like, it's it's like one of those ultimate fish out of water type deals where you have a character for preschool learning having to fight an evil, an all-encompassing evil that's taken her friend and... You know that the, there's one scene in it where uh, her eye is injured, and she's asking what the red water like is because she's never seen it, and that is just amazing to me. It, it honestly, it also reminds me of like it kind of reminds me of a Spider Man, the Spider Verse, where the dude went to Spider Man and Amazing Friends universe. And they didn't have words to describe how evil the guy was just because of their platform, like their demographic, their universe. Like there isn't anything in that universe to describe him. And they did this with the preschooler. And that was just awesome to me. And I like seeing like her change, like, from, you know, 
uh, from like disillusion or not disillusion, but seeing her go from like teacher to badass, like a cool progression. Yeah. 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 Um, so right now there's no, like we haven't heard anything in regards to whether this is actually going to become a show or not. It's like this is all literally just just the trailer and just hype. Right. I mean, uh, they've uh, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. They've applied for patents and trademarks, but that's nothing special. Like they're always doing that. Uh, right. Whenever they might have a new thing, like and they apply, they get those. Uh, just that's just an initial thing like that they do whether they're planning on making it or not they want the part patents and trademarks and and so you know we 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 did mention that you know the i mean the concept is like pippy kind of going or or interacting with a lot of different other animated shows or whatnot some of which are of course made up for the the trailer and some of which are like kind of classic classic uh animated shows that people would know throughout basically history mm -hmm. but uh the it, it does have fred flintstone in it and that and here, part yeah. in the trailer has has already become like a meme in and of itself and and here's why i asked the question about pibby um earlier because when i watched this trailer first of all i liked it uh i like the, the <laughs> i i, I like the the idea behind it the the concept but my problem was if the pibby tv show was actually like a <clears throat> show like i i didn't know about it and so i had no emotional attachment to this character to either pibby or uh what's the rabbit's name Hun honey buns or hun buns or whatever whatever the bunny's name is like i had no emotional attachment to it i just like the concept but i do like they they cross over with hannah hannah barbera uh cartoon so i i do like the flintstones yeah i do have an attachment there the jetsons i have an, an attachment there even i think at adventure time i think it is like, yeah. the, like, there's a lot of stuff that I do actually enjoy that shows up, and my only problem is, well, I don't have that attachment with Pibby, but if some, if it is a show that already exists, I can see how that would affect people that did grow up and like watch that show. Now, knowing that it's completely made up for for this, I feel a little bit better. I can just kind of. You know, whatever they tell me about this character is what I what I'm going to know about him. I don't have to have that attachment to to the character. So I, I I like the concept. The only thing that I didn't like that really bugged me is the way they portray the villains as kind of like that broken up, uh, glitchy. Like it, it felt like like when I used to play video games and they would just screw up and I had to reset and I hate that, but I'll keep in mind that that's a, 
I'm sure that's exactly the re- the reaction they were trying to get out of me. Is mm-hmm. I'm not like it's supposed to creep me. Out. It, it's supposed to feel when those characters show up. It's supposed to feel like like uh, nails on the chalkboard. I'm supposed to have that reaction, and yeah, they they hit every button that I assume they were trying to hit with this with this trailer. And this is just a trailer, you know. I I really enjoyed it. It's something that I want to see happen, especially if they can get the licenses for for a lot of the characters that they show in the trailer, which I assume wouldn't be that hard because they showed up in the trailer, right? They have to have yeah. some kind of permission to use them. Well, uh, Warner Brothers owns Anna Barbera, so they and they own Cartoon Network, so. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know we might if it would come out we'd probably get a Harvey Birdman <laughs> attorney at law or Space Ghost you know all those other shows it, it could you know that, that and that's kind of like why I like the glitchiness too because they're all TV shows they're all part of the TV universe and they're just getting the channel changed on them you know or in the receptions fucking up I their. <laughs> They're turning it into how I used to watch the Playboy channel. Right, exactly. At, at that age. Yeah. This is probably yeah. why it disturbed me so much. Yeah. Like it's like, well, you didn't know whether to take off your pants or like change the channel. Yeah, my hands start sliding down a little bit, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> no, that's not right. I did. I did. But then Pibby like undoes, undoes her bun and like does that thing. I'm like, okay, hand moves a little closer. Am I the only one that thinks like it's awesome? Like her her arc in the little trailer, like she's yeah, she, she's like innocent and then badass at the end. Like yeah. well, I mean, that's right. what talking about the like her eyes bleeding out. Yeah, like, what the what is this? And then she just has the right. eye patch at the end. Like it was like fucking. Yeah. Ah, I was way more excited than I needed to be for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, too, I, I think that the uh, the sidekicks are pretty awesome, too. Like how you have, like, the kind of prototypical kind of Disney villain. Yeah. The cat, like, the, you know, kind of get, like, it, it, the, the cat villain almost has, like, a little bit of the, uh, uh, like, Ursula, uh, like, Ursula kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. And then and then you have, of course, the, the superhero sidekick in, what was it, Beta? Beta Boy? Beta, Beta Kid. Beta kid, there it is. And I'm like, no, that, that it's it's an interesting like ensemble where it's like the three of them together is kind of kind of cool. So, so so Jay, uh, you know, I know you said this is something that Cartoon Network does periodically. How? What are the chances of this actually becoming a show that gets greenlit? Um. Well, the chances are decent. Um, I, I I wish I could have better numbers for you, but I will say Infinity Train was not this popular, or if, <laughs> or I should say it built this popularity slower than Pibby did. So Infinity, if Infinity Train got picked up, uh, there's a good chance that something with this momentum may get picked up um you know i and it's part of the issue too 
is that the creator has all his stuff like the creator is ready to do it so there's a whole lot of material out there that would normally mean something that doesn't because of how eager he is to like get this going so you have character sheets detailing their arcs um you have a casting call letter um all of these got leaked recently um and normally it would be a good sign but i'm pretty sure the guy just had them like just like thinking happy thoughts had all this material ready so there's way to build literally no word by having, this, by having this stuff leak is good hype too because it's like it's like okay, is it coming or isn't it coming? When is it coming? Is the next question that people ask on social media, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't wait till IDW makes the comic book adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh man, that would be awesome. Well, yeah, but, but, but aren't they boom? No, um. Like, isn't well, Cartoon Network stuff under Boom normally? Uh, yeah, on Kaboom. Yeah. Um, right. But it, it's, uh, it, it, they don't have an exclusive license because we at IDW, I believe we have uh, Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. And, uh, but Adventure Time is at, at Kaboom. At Boom Studios, and but technically they're all owned by Warner Brothers, so they would be, you know, unless they gave you know the studio rights to publish their comics with whoever they want, it'd be different, you know. But I know at IDW we have exclusive license to Paramount stuff, and uh, but the Cartoon Network stuff is a. Uh, Actually, we might not even have Rock and Morty no more. Let me, let me check. So, out. is what you call it getting a comic? The Brad Neely show? Is that getting a comic? I don't know. But it'd be, I don't remember the name of it. It's, it's a like Paramount Plus. Right? Yeah. Yeah, House of Something. It's yeah. a Paramount Plus exclusive that I want to watch, but I don't want to get Paramount Plus. Use Larry's password. Okay. I'll, I'll see if I can negotiate that. Pro- probably not something <laughs> that you're on the air. Why? They're friends and they live together. But they, right. only, they only shoot they only shoot for the show separately so that the windows don't look awkward. <laughs> see, look, look at the coat of paint in Joe's room and Larry's room. Like he's literally across the other room. Yeah. So <laughs> right. Should we uh, go ahead and do some final thoughts before we get out of here? Well, I'm gonna rate Pibby first. I give it a five out oh. of five. You're gonna rate um, the trailer? Yeah. Well, it's a it's a it's what they they uh, present. It's like a it's, it's like, like a one, it's a one off thing. Like yeah. okay, like. Network side, they're not expecting anything more than the trailer. Like that's what they put out right. as their Halloween short. 
Got it. Um, it's just the creator that wants to do more. So and this has happened before. Um, this happened with uh, JG Quintel's Close Enough. Like before the show started production, he made a fake trailer to kind of get people excited for it. Five out of five. What, what would you rate it, Oz? I mean, if we're just doing that trailer, yeah, five out of five. I, I want to see that. Make it into a series right now. Got it. There it is. Moses Magnum. Five out of five for me, too, man. Larry's not going to give it five because he's scared. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it three out of five because of the teeth. <laughs> so they get their teeth right. We'll see. They might be able to get four out of five. So, yeah, no, no, it's it's great. I liked it a lot. I, I want to see it. I hope it gets made 5 out of 5, too. So, cool. All right. You all ready to get out of here? Or we got anything else we got to talk about? That answers that. <laughs> Oz, give me some final thoughts, man. Uh, you, uh, new thing of my package whatever we're calling that <laughs> thing because our accountant will is like so far up my ass that uh making my wife jealous <laughs> so uh yeah, check that out should be the next few days should be out <laughs> accountant willie hey. name is willie not will Okay. Oz, Oz has a big willy in his ass. Is that what I heard? <laughs> no, kind of a boy, but whatever. That's what I heard. Jay, final thoughts. Um, there was a news story we didn't get to. Um, get to any news. Uh, right, <laughs> we didn't do any news, but uh, the game company East. Asia, oh fuck, I forgot the company's name. But there's basically an issue, not a controversy, but uh, there's a game coming out called 20 Ladies. Uh, it's coming out on Switch. Uh, it's rated M for Mature, for nudity. Um, it's a Super Meat Boy clone. And you collect tokens and it unlocks nude pictures. Uh, the game is also coming to PlayStation 4, but they've changed the ladies and the cartoon rabbits. It's called 20 Bunnies, and they've taken out all the nudity, and it's rated E for everyone. It's um, if you're a furry, though, it still kind of works. If you're a furry, you're mad that there's no nudity. Oh, like, oh no nudity, not even cat. Okay. No, they're just bunnies. Oh. Yeah, they they keep their clothes on. So if you're you're a furry, you're like, why can't they get? But yeah, and it's interesting because it's obviously the developers taking shots at Sony over their how do they say arcane, archaic censorship policies. Um, so. You know, that's kind of a dig out Sony. Not sure they noticed or cared, but 
It's funny to me. Heck in chat says no nudity. Bullshit. <laughs> I agree. Most Madden final thoughts. Uh, as always, we got stuff coming down the line. We're prepping for Comic Con in like two weeks. So there's going to be. Oz and I are going to film an episode of Two Dicks on Two Dick in bed. <laughs> Willie Dicks out. Yeah. Right. And, and Willie. Willie will be up one of their asses. <laughs> no, well, Willie's making it happen. Willie got the the Fantastic Forum condo. You know, he made it. He made it happen. Willie, our our accountant. So we got to get that Willie Fistigash. That's his name, Willie Fistigash. I was avoiding the last name. He's gonna. He's he's making it happen, man. Making it happen. Hector Chat says, "I'm glad I got home in time to contribute." And yeah, me too, Heck. We missed you. Indeed. But thanks for coming. And uh, like heck, I mean, you can hit us up on social media. <laughs> He's on ours and uh, sends us stuff. We're all more active on some than others, but you, we'll let you figure out which one. <laughs> but yeah, we'll all be right. back next week. There it is. Folks, thank you all for your support. Thanks for watching. We do appreciate you. Keep letting us know what it is you want to see, what it is you want to hear, what it is that you want us to uh, talk about. We're the Fantastic Forum. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>